The Spoken Word, half an hour of poetry and performance, your connection to Melbourne's grassroots poetry scene, the voice of those of us who have nothing but our voices. Welcome to the Spoken Word Program on 3CR Community Radio. I am Brendan Bonsack. The sounds you hear there are from a recent performance at the City Library called Fluxus Lives by a group of experimental sound poets, two of whom are joining me today. Jacques de Jong and Shane Vandenacker will be discussing the Fluxus art movement of the 20th century and its influence on poetry. I think it was very much a reaction against uh, globalization after World War II. And through the early 60s, some people really challenged uh, the dominant paradigm and decided to totally send it up. The world was in such turmoil. I think the, uh, the artists of the time reacted against that. And those social norms and everything that they were told they were meant to be. And, yeah. and in the process totally destroyed those norms and were very destructive I think in the initial sort of phase of Flexus. I still remember seeing, or not seeing personally, but seeing a film of the piano concertos and the sound of a pickaxe hitting the ivory keyboard of a piano is quite sensational <laughs> and shocking really. I think it was a way of healing also. During the war they're told that they've got to be this way and you know we've got to follow orders, you know, you've got to go into war. And people felt very disillusioned after that. And so to reject these sort of things was a way of healing. I remember uh, Joseph Boys's piece. He was a German artist, flew into America. It was rushed by ambulance to the gallery and then spent a week inside a cage with a coyote. And at first they fought. And then by the end of the week, they actually were cuddling up, which was a, a very beautiful piece. And he never spoke to anyone. He just no. simply arrived in the cage and sort of performed and yep. <laughs> went back without saying a word. Mm. <laughs> um, Panther, big black, who said pad? Said musk, hair shine, sling pounce, pad, pad. I shine, tiger, burn bright, said boxer, leads me now up stairway. Built body of builder, muscle rip now, I stretch now. I jump out of me now, I jump right 
back now. Arms and legs. Now then I am torn out. Somebody does this to me. Now pulls me out. I am pulled out. Who does me now? What does that to me now? Who does me? Somebody sticks knife into me now and knives me. I wrong me now. Knife in my head now. Torn in bloody, bloody. I'm done in now. Oh, do me. I do this to me now. Head torn off now. Set gap where at mine now. Gap and gap. And that somebody said I am killed. I'm killed now. I am hun hunter. I get me and I get me now. Who does me? I do me. Knife in my head now. Here comes. I am kill hunter now and I kill me now. Tear head ahead, overhead, mask now, tear me head. Not my head now, me, not me now. I step into me and out of me. Who tells me now? I tell me, werewolf, hairy, that I did that. Now it's me and not me now. Panther head, off, off, head. Now who kills that? I kill that. I kill me. I wrong me. What it did to me. What happens to me now? Angry. I anger my body, tear off now online, said, headless. Rider who tears me said, Head no panther who kills me, I do me. What tears half lady cut in half now? I slice me, who does me, who attacks me? Somebody and somebody, I do me, I do this, I admit me, I say me. I say that I do this here, I do me. Werewolf, girl, lady, wolf, don't you love me? I get me, that's what I do here, I just say that. I say that, yes, I do me, I do this to me, said Panther, who's killed now? Who kills me? I do me, I do that exactly. Exactly, knife in head, I do that, I do that to me, each round, around, when I come around, I do me over and over and over, kill and unkill me, get me unjet, get me into me and out of me, get into me and out of me, arms, legs into body, arms, legs out of me, I step in and out, I am panther head, no head now, I kill me, unkill me, I kill me, then I unkill me, werewolf girl, lady half and half, Half now, panther done in me. Who did me? I do me and undo me. I kill me and unkill me here. That was Anya Vovich performing her poem Panther. We're talking about the Fluxus art movement today on 3CR Spoken Word. If you had to give a definition of Fluxus, what would it be? Uh, anything can be art and anybody can be an artist. No, no genius artist uh, really rebelled against a genius that had an insight into art that nobody else had and that was just much better. Yeah. I've heard it described as neo-Dada. Are there similarities between Dada and Fluxus? I, I believe Dada was more a um, rejection of the art society of the time. Fluxus was more a rejection of those cultural norms that everyone was going on to. The 60s, you know, a lot of new modernization and things like that. And I think, yeah, Fluxus was more a reaction against those sort of norms. So, And I think Dada was very much a reaction against World War I because all the Dada artists were in Zurich. Uh, they were all draft resistors, basically. Mm. And uh, Hugo Bolbo was the main uh, originator of Dada, I suppose, uh, was rallied against the journalism, or rather propaganda of the time. He said that language had been totally distorted by journalism and we had to totally reinvent uh, language and poetry. 
Zim zim muralala zim zim muralala zim zim zanzibar zim zalazam elephant all and brusala bulon and brusala bulon and trump tata fiola da bang a fala presuma a fala presuma langada tor Kajama bimbolo gland ridi gassala zing tata impoala uguru gugui viola laxata viola zembrabam viola uli paluji malu that was uh, part of Gajibiri Bamba, the first sound, official sound poem performed in 1916 by Hugo Ball, where he said that language was so perverted and polluted by propaganda uh, that we had to reinvent language. And I think that still makes it very relevant these days because we've got a lot of newspeak. Uh, Funny thing is, I was a teacher for a while, and these days they brandish around terms like a knowledge worker or a knowledge facilitator, and uh, go away. You know. <laughs> <laughs> the rebranding of the language is simply a way of gaining power, very mm-hmm. much like in 1984, George Orwell's predictions were. Fluxus was given its name in 1961 by Georges Marquinis. Originally for its magazine, which promoted contemporary art of a group of 20th century painters and other hypermodern artists centered around the American avant-garde composer and conceptual artist John Cage, whose commercial... Art that Flux has originated is was very much alive, I think, in Australia too in the late 60s. Our most interesting work I saw was an alternative sculpture exhibition that was took place in uh, it's roughly where the convention centre is now, and they had some wonderful performances there. Yeah, like I remember somebody sitting there was a huge walk, and somebody halfway it was a tall building with a funnel and somebody on top there throwing eggs down and the person with the funnel trying to channel the eggs towards the walk, missing half the time, and the person downstairs had a lot of plastic coverings and trying to avoid the eggs, uh, to no avail. <laughs> <laughs> it seems to have a lot to do with play as well. Yeah, happenings were created from fluxes and they were just that sort of thing. Like, here's an event all of a sudden just happening in the public, out in the streets. Like pop-up art. Yeah, and just 
you know, these events would happen and everyone go back to what they were doing. And, you know, uh, so I, I think those sort of things popping up every now and then today are still a reflection of Fluxus. So, again, you know, not a lot of people do know what, who, what Fluxus was or who Fluxus were. But I think there's still an influence felt off that. Like a lot of the um, sound poets around uh, Melbourne uh, still, Pio is an example. And um, yeah, a lot of the uh, sort of experimental art music that is also happening in Melbourne, I think, are quite influential in that scene. Work fast, the machine human. You must place 200 canisters on the conveyor belt per minute. Work fast, the machine human. The last of the canisters is approaching the hopper. Too late. McDonald's Moorish mayonnaise is squirting all over the conveyor belt. Stop the production line. Hose down the conveyor belt. Restock it with more canisters. Work fast, the machine human. You must place 200 canisters on the conveyor belt per minute. Work fast, the machine human. The last of the canisters is approaching the hopper. Too late! Hungry Jack's mega burger sauce is squirting all over the conveyor belt. Stop the reduction line. Hose down the conveyor belt. Restock it with more canisters. Work fast, the machine human. You must place 200 canisters on the conveyor belt per minute. Work fast, the machine human. The last of the canisters is approaching the hopper. Basically, there's a lot of improvisation, a lot of chance in both Fluxes and Dada. And Hans Richter, the Dadaist, said that it was so much fun. The play is a really important factor in it, I think. And I think if you look back at the performance we did at uh, the Melbourne uh, City Library, just once we threw paper darts at people, people relished it and threw darts back and just simply enjoyed it. Yeah. So how did you both get into it? I really got into it because I was coordinating a, a music and poetry evening in uh, the Ar Royal Artillery Arms, and it became then called the Art House. And for about four years, I coordinated a poetry and music evening there. And that gave me like a playground where I could actually enjoy myself. So I then started off uh, an improvised vocal group called UQ, or Unimunus Quorum. And more than a vocal group, they were more like a performance group. They were a great group of people to work with, to do things with. Well, I was um, studying at um, Ballarat University at the time and I was just doing a lot of research on um, subversive art movements, you know, data and that. But I, came, uh, I, I got very highly interested in uh, Joseph Boys. He was w one of the later practicing artists of Fluxus and just brought some really interesting concepts and so I learned of Fluxus then and I was really excited by those sort of concepts and I started doing performance art and because I was taught at a younger age that you know uh, painting was art and then I 
discovered in university that all form. So it was because of that. And At the City Library, you did a piece where you poured paint into the end of a, um, a megaphone. Yes. <laughs> um, what was the inspiration behind that? I think I'm becoming interested as a painter the the idea of connecting the two forms so painting and sound and yeah thinking up these new ways of you know sound activated painting <laughs> i i also like the idea that you know you put these beautiful things into something like you know lo- lots of bright colors and what comes out is something brown and muddy <laughs> sound is quite an ephemeral thing once it's sort of happened it it, it disappears so you know, uh, I'm thinking of these these sort of paintings that can be created from sound. Strange, unremarkably so. They just want to keep talking when I read a normal poem, but an experimental sound poem brings a whole bar of drunks to silence. read these sound poems and you read them from a page so they must be scored and they must be written down how are they written down a lot of sound poetry works on repeats where you get different meanings out of every repeat and in this case it just instructs to repeat uh, make sure that power sounds powerful and that steam sounds hissing and gets all the different meanings of steam but it's just it's a bit like uh, jumping on a bicycle and riding, you know, you never quite know where it's going to go once you start doing it. And I certainly wanted to have an element of improvisation in it. It, it, had, it wasn't like a sacred text that had to be read in a certain way. Even so, these days, some historians of data feel that that has to be done in a certain particular way, and, uh, which is a funny thing to happen. <laughs> well, that's humans, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <It's all different. laughs> G'day, I'm JK, ex-CIA, DOB, the third of the fourth. Got a long CV, the FBI, the NSA, got friends at MI5 and the old KGB of the USSR. In the US, we spied on MGM and EMI and CNN in NYC. In Oz, we spied on the ABC, the RSPCA, AAMI, ANZ and BHP. But then I lost big money in the GFC when the CPI went A over T. And so I moved away to WA, and later hung out in North NT. 
I love AFL, NBL, EPL and the A-League. At night I play U2 CDs on me old MP3 and watch DVD reruns of JFK in Dallas on my LED TV with a bucket of KFC and a nice cold G&T. Yesterday I was on a WALK in the Melbourne CBD when I ran into me old mate GF outside the ATM eating a BLT. He'd just come back from the USA and the UK with a stopover in KL. GF's the 2IC for SENAM would like to be CEO for the BBC, but he hasn't got the IQ. In LA, he'd been to an AGM at UCLA. Because, you see, in the old days, he was a VIP on the SRC at the ANU in the ACT, where he did a BA, and later a PhD. In those days, he drove a VW, listened to ACDC and drank lots of VB. I said, how's it going, GF? How are you? He said, OK. Or what OK sounds like when you're eating a BLT. But, he said, there's an SOS because I've just lost my ID. Somewhere between the YMCA and the MCG and I need it back. ASAP. I said, can I be of any EG? H-E-L-P. He replied, but you are. You are, you see, simply by being somebody who M-A-K-S-U-P-S-I-W-Y-S-T-U-F-F To which I replied, Gee, me, well I'll be, now I see. Spoken by A.K. Forsyth for the Acronym Party of Australia, 101 Low Street, Highvale. Reference number 47289 you're listening to 3CR 855 AM, the voice of the community. 3CR, community radio, giving the voice to the community since 1976. This is the Spoken Word Program on 3CR Community Radio. Our guests today are Jacques de Jong and Shane Vandenacker, talking about experimental poetry in Melbourne. We've been listening to various performances available on CD in a series called Voice Prints, published by F.T. Loose, or Footloose. We found that... A million dancing schools already had the name Footloose, so we dropped the two O's and it's simply Footloose. So far we brought out five editions. And who appears on them? Uh, whoever I could sort of really muster in Melbourne that did weird things. And, uh, and I thought it was good to document this. I found when documenting it, People often started to re- developing new material, so it's good to document because then people hear themselves and in a good sort of studio recording and start writing new stuff, and that's been pretty much the case. So people like Peter Murphy, Eddie Berger, uh, Yeltsin. Um, uh, I think we started doing voice prints when we first had a show in the Melbourne Festival, which was very well attended. There's a good banner to do fly under the Melbourne Festival, and we got big crowds in and. Uh, yeah, we uh, had uh, Anya Bolovich, we flew in somebody from Japan, uh, Tomome Adachi, and uh, flew people out from Sydney, like uh, Amanda Stewart. That was a great show, yes. But then we decided to put out a CD to commemorate this sort of event and kept doing this. It's not your usual poetry. Does it upset people, particularly people in power? I have done a performance with my Unimus Quorum group, the UQ group, group and been thrown out by the bouncer and even after we already got thrown out the organizer of the event sort of followed us and wanted to pick a fight <laughs> so I suppose uh, it obviously upset him I feel like you know uh, 
governments or you know agencies will feel upset by it, but I find that it's the public that get most riled up by it. I think because it's that questioning of those you know norms that they go, what is this? And they get shocked. And I think you know once you start questioning them, they don't know how to deal with it. And they can come back with the greatest Australian and come back from, you know, don't, don't give up your day job, mate. <laughs> People are probably mostly conditioned to approach poetry from the point of view of what does that mean? Is this something that Fluxus attempts to uh, subvert? Well, how does it make you feel? <laughs> like, I think is something that should be asked. Like, you know, a, a certain poem with words can still make you feel a certain thing. Can't just sounds or the... the these strange semblance of sounds create a feeling or, you know, you search for your own meaning from it. Don't expect it to spell it out for you. Hmm. And I think that's what scares people a bit. I mean, you have to sort of find your own meaning and it's, you know, then you are the active oh. participant. You know, yeah. hey, you know, I just want to consume art. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, there's a, I, I, that's what I really love about, you know, art forms like Fluxus is... It's not telling the people how to do something, you know. We're not in art for telling people to do things. It's about showing them things and them finding their own way to it. A bird flew into my hand. It was a good bird. It was a good bird. Watch it fly away. It doesn't need your encouragement. It will fly, 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 Fly away, good bird. Fly away, good bird. It was green all around. And a bird said, It was a good bird. It was a good bird. A bird said, A bird in the hand is better than two in the bush. It will fly, 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 Watch it fly away. It doesn't need your encouragement. Fly away, good bird. Fly away, good bird. It flew into my hand and then it flew away. It was a good bird. It was a good bird. A bird flew into my hand. Your call is important to me. Your call, your call is important. Important, important, important to me. Your call to me, to me, important, important, important. Your Call your call to me important. Your call to me. Thanks for listening to 3CR Spoken Word this morning. 
If the weird and wonderful world of sound poetry has sparked your interest, you can find more info and links uh, to events and recordings at www.footloose.com.au. That's F-T-L-O-O-S-E.com.au. Shane Vandernacker will be performing on the 20th of April in Sonus, an exploratory vocal showcase at ASO Studio in Fitzroy from 6.30pm. So do get along and see that. For more information on the many, many poetry happenings in Melbourne, also visit www.melbournespokenword.com and do keep your calendar free from the 17th of May until June the 3rd because the inaugural Melbourne Spoken Word and Poetry Festival hits the streets with over 35 events, including workshops and slams and featuring some very fine poets from around Australia and overseas www.mswpf.com.au is the site to visit for that one. And that's it for us. Until next Thursday at 9 o'clock on 8.55am or streamed from 3cr.org.au. I am Brendan Monsack. Thank you for listening. Thank you.